Welcome to Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. All right, we are going to be talking about the Sunday School Lesson today. Okay. Sunday School Lesson. And we are going to be talking about Mary Magdalene, faithful disciple. Mary Magdalene is a woman of God who's in the Bible who's very played down. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get her due. Okay. I mean, she's a very powerful woman of God that never really gets talked about. You hear some things about her. You hear that she was a prostitute. You hear that she did this, that, and others. The Bible don't even say that, but... You hear these things. That's where the misconception is. Yeah, it's, it's all kind of thing. You hear that Mary Magdalene was Jesus' girlfriend. And it's just a mess. People just say all kind of stuff. But we're going to talk about the truth about Mary Magdalene. And we have a few scriptures. Luke 8, 1-3. through 3, Mark 15 and 40. John 20, 10 through 18. Right. And we're going to talk about a few things about Mary Magdalene. And hopefully we can show that she is a faithful disciple, even though they did not name her an apostle. But she should have been, because she was there from the beginning. Mary Magdalene was the first person that Jesus talked to when he resurrected. That's how important she was. He didn't even see his mother first. He saw Mary Magdalene. Right? right? Mm -hmm. So we see the importance of this woman. And we're going to really see how important she was when we get to these scriptures. Alright. So Luke 1, I mean Luke 8, 1 through 3. And it says, and it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. This was Jesus. Mm -hmm. He was going through telling the good news. Glad tidings is the good news of the kingdom of God. And he had the twelve with him. Right. You get to see Jesus evangelize. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Throughout the cities and villages, preaching and showing glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. So he had his disciples with him. Two says, and a certain woman, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. Mary Magdalene had demons, seven of them, seven devils, which means seven demons. 
and God and Jesus transformed her, right? Mm-hmm. He cast them out. Now, the interesting thing about her being healed and, and her being delivered from these demons, most of the people, when you read about Jesus healing them, or when Jesus casting out demons out of people, mm-hmm. it usually say after he does it, they go off praising God. Well, she stayed. She didn't leave him. Right. You know, she didn't go off praising God. She stayed with God. Says a lot about her. Says a lot about our walk. When you get delivered from something, stay with God. That's right. <laughs> stay with the cure. Yeah, you know what I mean? You don't have to leave. Drift off from the cure. Yeah. You go off praising the Lord, He and you got a testimony. But at the end of the day, you still need to stay with God. That's right. Right? Why would you leave the cure? Right. (laughs) That's crazy. She stayed there. Mm -hmm. So it it, it says a lot about her character when she gets delivered. And, you know, you can talk about Mary Magdalene and say she's had all of these things, but who hasn't been through something? True. Right? True. Her past didn't make her, but she didn't allow her past to become a burden to her. Right. Your past is not your life. No. (laughs) Not let your past dictate your future. Right. You don't have to. That's right. Three says, and Joanne, the wife of uh, Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. Now, you see where Mary Magdalene, now, The interesting thing about this one is that Mary Magdalene's name is first. First of all, her name is in there. Mm -hmm. The Bible doesn't do anything without a purpose. So to have her name in there is one thing. Mm -hmm. To have her name first is another. You'll see Mary Magdalene's name, her her and Joanna. You'll see her and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James. That's how they explain Mary, Jesus' mother. Mm-hmm. The Mary, of, Mary, the mother of James. You'll see her name in there. But you will always see Mary Magdalene and Joanna first, and then Mary, the mother of James. She's always third. Even in one passage, it says, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and that other Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Because, and what you see is how important Mary Magdalene is in this group of women that are with the disciples. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. You see how important she is and her walk is to these people. Right. So, that's a, it's very interesting to see. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And you see um, Herod's, um, it says, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward. Uh, Chusa was one of, he was Herod's manager. He manages all of his affairs. And um, his wife walked with Christ. And apparently, you know, she was helping. And, and you, like I said, you'll see Mary Magdalene and Joanna everywhere. They was always together. And um, they were a strong part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. They're a strong part in there. When you get to studying them. And it just says in um, Susanna, and there's no really talks about who she is, but for her name to be in there and be mentioned with these two women, uh, she must have been a prominent person. Not as prominent as they are, because I think this is the only uh, time you see her name in here. But it, uh, but it shows you how important she was, too. And it says, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. So, it was like this group of women that walked with the disciples that was really uh, kind of the backbone of the ministry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They helped out a lot. Mm -hmm. Then when we go to Mark 15 and 40. Mark 15 and 40. It says, There were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the less and of Jose's and Salome. 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 So you see, now in that scripture, you kind of got to read up to understand what was going on. So start at 33. Okay. Me? Yeah, get it. And Please. when the sixth hour has come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. Uh -huh. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sapatani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now, at this point, Jesus was on the cross. Right. Okay, go ahead. And some of them that stood by, where they heard it, said, Behold, he calleth Elijah. And one man, I'm sorry, and one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink, saying, let, let alone, let us see whether Elijah was, I'm sorry, will come to take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Mm -hmm. And the veil of, t of the temple was rent in twine from the top to the bottom. And when the satyrian which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost. He said, Truly, this man was a son of God. Uh -huh. There were also women looking on afar off. Okay. 
among whom was Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. and Mary the, mo- the mother of James the Less, and of Jose, and Salome. Okay. I'm sorry, not Jose, but... Salome. Joe's. Okay. Okay. So you get to see uh, where even at Jesus being on the cross, mm-hmm. she was there. Mm-hmm. The women had to look afar off. You know, because there were satirians there, there was Roman soldiers, there was all kind of people there, and, and there's onlookers and, and whatnot. So the women looked on afar off, so she was there at the cross where Jesus was. It's a difference between picking up your cross and walking with Christ mm-hmm. and literally seeing. Christ died for our sins. <laughs> she literally watched Jesus die for our sins. It's amazing. When all of the rest of the disciples were gone. Except John. We go on to John 20. And John 20 and 10. It says, The disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sceptical weeping. Sepulchre. Sepulchre mm-hmm. weeping, sorry. Okay. And as she went, she stopped, she stooped down mm-hmm. and looked into the sub say it again. Sepulchre. Sepulchre. Mm-hmm. And seeing two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. Now, it starts off then the disciples went away. Okay, now this is the second time that Mary Magdalene had came to the tomb where Jesus was laid because she had went at nighttime when it was still dark. She went to the tomb But the tomb was open and Jesus was gone. So she ran back to the disciples to let them know. Peter and John went, you know, and they tell you how they were running to it. And John beat beat Peter there. Mm -hmm. And they look in. Jesus is gone. Mm -hmm. So they left. She stayed at the tomb weeping. Mm -hmm. So when she stayed, angels showed up. Right? The interesting thing about these angels, and we're going to get into it, it says in 12, it says she see she see two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the one at the feet, 
where the body of Jesus had lain. Can you imagine? One is at the head, one is at the feet, but no Jesus in the middle. <laughs> mm. Right. Right? Right. No Jesus in the middle. And then it says in 13, And they said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Right? This is interesting because she goes to the tomb. She's weeping, right? She's so enamored with the fact that Jesus is gone that she sees two angels on the inside and is not in awe of the two angels. She sees two angels and they ask her, why are you weeping? And she says, they have took and taken my Lord. Now, it never dawned on her that the two angels might have took him. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. She was so focused on Christ. Jesus mm -hmm. that she couldn't, she sees past the angels. Which is, a, yeah. which is a miracle within itself, right. seeing the angels. Right. But they was no never mind to her because she was focused and fixated on Christ. She, didn't, she couldn't even look past the fact that she talking to two angels. Yeah, yeah. That that was nothing. <laughs> My Lord is missing. So right. this, yeah. <laughs> like, you are irrelevant to me. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned about Jesus right now. Yeah. Right? And she said, I don't know where they laid him. 14 says, and when she had thus said, she turned her, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. What does this tell me? Jesus didn't look the same, for one. Mm -hmm. But she didn't know where Jesus was, and this is something about turning around. Now, in 14, mm -hmm. ESV says, Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was him. And there's something about when you are upset and when you are depressed and when you are down and out and when you are angry and when you are confused and you know discombobulated all of those things you got going on is something about when you turn around Jesus is there Jesus is always there when you are in Christ and you are in crisis he is there. She turns around and Jesus is standing there. But she didn't know. She didn't know who he was. What does that tell you? I tell you sometimes when you, when Jesus is standing with you, sometimes when you are in your problem, you still can't see him. 
You see, sometimes you, you're so into the issue at hand that you cannot see the miracle. Now, it was a miracle that happened with the angels. Mm -hmm. She turns around and sees Jesus. How do we know? Now, why didn't she know this was Jesus? First of all, let's read 15. It says, 15 says, Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? He's asking them the same thing that the angels asked, right? Mm -hmm. Whom seekest thou? She Supposing him to be the gardener, gardener mm -hmm. said unto him, Sir, if you have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Now, here's the interesting part. You know, you get asked, is Jesus in his... Uh, is he in his... Uh, glorified body at this point. Well, Jesus just resurrected and he just appeared. So he's in some kind of glorified state. But she thought he was the gardener. So he couldn't have looked too glorified at that point. Instead, she turned and looked at him and she thought he was the gardener. Now, in her eyes, she saw two angels and a gardener. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. <laughs> you get it? So it's like you <laughs> Jesus didn't look too majestic at this point because mm -hmm. she turned around and thought he was the gardener. Right. Mm -hmm. But like I said, sometimes you can be so now two miracles didn't happen. Jesus just appeared for one. And then the two angels showed up. And sometimes you're looking for a miracle and you miss your miracle looking for a miracle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Because it wasn't the way you wanted it yeah, to be. Yeah, because it, you, you know. It went back to the man in the boat. So it wasn't you, the way he wanted it to be. Right. So you, when, you, when you don't get it the way you want it to be, mm -hmm. you'll miss your miracle. Right. Still looking for a miracle. It's like people are, they miss the Messiah looking for the Messiah, still looking for the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You'll miss your miracle. Right. Looking for a miracle, you'd miss it. Mm. Jesus still looks humble at this point. <laughs> mm -hmm. He looks like a gardener. So that's what she thought he was. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. But why? Jesus can make himself look like whatever you want to look like. <laughs> True. Right? True. 16 says, Jesus said unto her, Mary, she, tur she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Mm -hmm. When Jesus calls your name, Oh, you'll know it's him. Mm -hmm. She went into the tomb. She didn't see him there. Mm -hmm. When Jesus appeared to her, she still didn't see him. She still didn't see him. Mm -hmm. But once he called her name, 
She knew it was him. Right. Scripture says, my sheep know my voice. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. So she turns and she, now she sees Jesus as Jesus. Mm -hmm. See, sometimes you, and like I said, when you have these issues, the answer is right in front of you, but you're looking at it from a natural standpoint. Mm -hmm. She asked about a natural body, and she thought she was talking to a natural man. Right. But when he called her name, she knew she was in a spiritual moment with a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. That's right. We have to look at things from our spiritual eyes so we can see sometimes, all right, the things that are right in front of us. Mm -hmm. That's why walking with God is so important because we can't look at everything from the natural standpoint, we have to see it. Through our spiritual eyes. 17 says. Jesus said unto her. Touch me not. For I am not yet. Ascended to my father. But go to my brethren. And say unto them. I ascended unto my father. And your father. Mm -hmm. And to my God. And your God. Right. Let them know. That I ascended to him. And he lets her know that she's in the group. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? She says, go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my father. Not only my father, but your father. That's right. And to my God, and not only my God, but your God. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're with me. That's right. 18 says, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. She witnessed to the disciples about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's right. First one to do so. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, when you, when you read this, it's just so amazing how Mary um, Magdalene stayed faithful oh, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Even though she didn't let the distraction of the angels, she didn't let, she didn't even let the fact that she thought Jesus was a gardener, she didn't even let that distract her. Mm -hmm. Her mind still was focused on Christ. Right. No matter what. And they were, they were tending to the lamb. Right. But she never faltered. Faltered. She just kept being faithful. That was awesome. Mm. Now, as usual, we're going to read over our ten statements. Okay. And as we read our statements, look through them, see what you like. One says, 
in time of grief, we must not forget to seek Jesus. And that's what we was talking about. You know, when you are going through something, don't forget to look to the Lord for answers. So true. It's not a problem to look to the Lord for answers. That is so true. I mean, that first statement means so much to me because it's, I've lost a loved one for the past seven months. Uh A person every month. Mm. And I'm telling you, it is, the struggle is real. You know, and you have to keep your mind stayed on Christ. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my, my stepmom just passed, so this, she made number seven. Right. And every month, I keep, I've been losing someone, so you have to stay focused. Right. And seeing Mary Magdalene stay focused on Christ as she did, even at that time, that's encouraging. Right. It's encouraging. Two says, God may use special messengers to convey his good news to men and women. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God uses his, his angels. That's right. And he'll use you mm-hmm. to convey his messages to his people. Right. The problem is, we don't know, and this is where it comes in at looking through it from a spiritual standpoint, Mm -hmm. we don't know that these are messages from God sometimes. We don't realize that somebody is giving us a message from God, or something, we'll see something that triggers something, and we just blow it off. Mm -hmm. Learn to hear the voice of God. A lot of times, God's voice is not audible. God speaks through people, things, dreams, mm-hmm. prophecy. Yeah. You know, you can look at a billboard and read something that might trigger something that God is talking to you. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can turn on the radio and hear a sermon that just happened to be focused on a thing that you're going through. That's the Lord talking to you. Mm-hmm. And you'll know it because it's whatever it is, it's going to hit your heart. Mm-hmm. When you see it, when you hear it, mm-hmm. when it's told to you, mm-hmm. when you dream it, know the voice mm-hmm. of the Lord. Know how God talks to you. Mm-hmm. And he'll use all of those things to say something, but you have to know when it's him. Or you will miss what you need to hear. That's right. Or need to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Three says, Jesus knows where and how to find those who seek him. One of the things that you see, mm-hmm. why was Jesus gone when Mary Magdalene went there? Jesus was gone because you can't meet Christ at his dark place. He meets you at your dark place. Mm. 
You see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our light. So when you go and look in the tomb and look for him, he's not there. But Jesus pulls you out of your tomb. You don't pull him out of his. <laughs> he's, a, he, he's resurrected. He's taken care of. <laughs> he is the resurrection. You see? Why did Mary Magdalene why was she the first one to see him? Because she was the first one to go see him. When you read in the scriptures, she went at nighttime to go visit the Lord. When you go visit the Lord, he's going to show up. You see? Four says, receiving should lead to giving. Receiving should lead to giving. When you receive something from the Lord, you give back. Right? Mm -hmm. In Mary Magdalene's case, she was able to see the Christ. She received him. So now she goes to the disciples to tell them. Right? Five says, when the unsolved things of life have no human answer, it's time to turn to Christ. Sometimes we exhaust our, our <laughs> we exhaust all of our answers we did everything we possibly could from a human standpoint for things to happen and it's just nothing you can do now instead of getting depressed about it or, or whatever the case may be you give it to God right because in the at the end of the day it's made to do that so you can go to Christ But we try not to go to Christ. We try to fix it ourselves. Get over yourself. Right? right? That's right. Six says, Jesus is concerned about those experiences in our lives that cause us to weep. When you're going through something, God knows you're upset. He's right there. You know he's right there because when in, in your lowest point, somebody will give you a call, somebody will come over. You know what I mean? Something happens, show up. It's not a coincidence. It is not. No such thing. Seven so says, the messengers of God are concerned over the grief of the followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. 
the messengers of God are concerned over the grief of the followers of Christ. You saw the two angels in there and they was like, well, why are you here? Why are you in a dead place looking for a risen man? <laughs> He's not here. So she was like, well, I'm looking for my Lord. Jesus turned around and answered the same question. Who are you seeking? <laughs> so there is a concern. Why? Because the people of God are a concern to God. What does that tell you? God is concerned about you. Everything about you, God is concerned about. Eight says, Jesus shows himself to those who deeply and sincerely seek him. And we talked about that. When you seek the Lord, he will find you. Or you will find him. You seek the Lord diligently, He going to show up. But we have to know that. We have to know that. Now it says, Jesus knows us personally, by name, before we know Him as Master. Jesus know our name because... He named us. <laughs> right? You know your name. Can you imagine watching Jesus die on the cross? I mean, literally being there, watching him die, and then see him resurrect and he call your name? Are you kidding me? says we must embrace a lifestyle of wholehearted discipleship we have to we have to be in Christ for real yes. we have to be in Christ for real right, right. I mean look at What's going on in the world now? Why wouldn't you want to be? Right. There's so much crazy stuff going on and people acting yes. the fool. Yes. Be in Christ for real. Right. Save your soul. Why wouldn't you want to? What else does your soul have to do? You also got something else to do? Trying. <laughs> right? It was a good lesson. And it talked about Mary Magdalene and her faithful discipleship. She came a long ways from being somebody who had some seven demons cast out of her, right? And infirmities. 
Yeah. She had issues and she had demons and God, Jesus cast them out and she stayed with him yeah. all the way through. I can only imagine what she looked like. Yeah. Mm. And she's seen a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, even after she came to Christ, she had to watch Christ die on the cross. Her only friend. Yeah, and, and you can see how distraught she was when you read the story in, in um, 20 how she you know went to the tomb and even when she told the disciples when they went back home she stayed at the she just was so distraught she didn't even leave she loved Christ that much you know and we need to love Christ the same way Know that Christ died for you. And know that he's still there for you. Right? Make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And save your soul. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for the scriptures today. We thank you for the Sunday school lesson and getting some wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of it. Now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. amen. Stay blessed and faithful.